From London, England, where the Queen lives. Recorded live from an underground bunker and packaged into an MP3 with a pretty little picture. Helping to kickstart your day with the motivation and inspiration you need. 365 days a year. This is the Learn, Develop, Live podcast. And this is your host, Chris Jags. Good morning! My name is Chris Jags and this is the Learn, Develop, Live podcast. How are you doing today? Now, I know I can't hear your answer, but I hope you're all good in the hood. Welcome to episode 84 of the Learn Development Podcast. On another big day, there's ready for you to go out there and make something happen. Are you ready? I said, are you ready? Let's do this! Yeah! All right, calm down. This week, the subject is quite easy to see and understand from the title of the episode, and it's inspired from a keynote speech I watched by international speaker, Stephanie Liu. Now Stephanie was talking about how much you can change from the mindset you give yourself which is extremely true. If you wake up in a bad mood and you think it's gonna be a crap day it will more than likely be just that. But if you flip that frown upside down you really have the power to set yourself up for an incredible day. But again only if you want that to happen. Now, one of the examples that Stephanie used was how Sir Roger Bannister ran and smashed a four-minute mile despite being told by everybody that it couldn't be done. Sir Roger went out there and he did it. And the knock-on effect from achieving this saw many, many other people also go and hit that mile in under four minutes. Again, something that was once said by many to be completely impossible. Now, before we get into this, let's have those quick messages and get going. Want some more motivation? Yes. Stay tuned to the Learn, Develop, Live podcast, and that Chris guy will help you out. Start your LDL adventure today and book your free 30-minute LDL power call over at ldlcall.com. It's time to stop whatever is holding you back and start to level up today. Welcome back. So let's talk about when the impossible does actually become possible despite what other people may say. So as I mentioned earlier, so Roger Bannister was the first man to run a mile in under four minutes. Up until he did it in 1954, most people thought the four minute mark, well, it's just impossible to... They thought the human body couldn't physically go that fast. They would simply collapse under the pressure. No one could run a mile in less than four minutes. It was impossible and you were crazy to even try. That was until Bannister proved everyone wrong. Training on his own, often for not very long at all compared to his competitors, and believing that no one could do it. Bannister came from an ordinary working class family. He wanted to study medicine, but he knew his parents would never be able to afford to send him to university. He discovered they had a talent for running and knuckled down to train. He decided to win a university scholarship, which he did. His hard work had paid off. And he won a track scholarship to Oxford University. Now, while he was at university, the press got wind of his talent. And while he declined to compete in the 1948 Olympics, watching it inspired him to push forward and compete in the 1952 Olympics instead. At this point, expectations were high. Bannister expected to win the 1500 metres. Britain expected him to win. Everyone 
expected him to win. But at the last minute, the schedule was changed, disrupting Bannister's resting routine, and he came in at fourth. The expectation to win came to an end, and he failed to get a medal at the Olympics, and he was gutted. So much so that he spent the next two months deciding whether or not to actually quit running altogether. In the end, he decided to prove to himself and to everyone else that he could do better. He decided to use his pain and humiliation to drive himself forward and push his limits. That pain and humiliation ended up being the fuel he needed to push him to the next level. In the 1940s, the record for under mile had reached 4 minutes and 1 second. And it hadn't budged since. Now some doctors and scientists said it was physically impossible to run a mile in less than 4 minutes. Not just hard or dangerous, but impossible. But Bannister decided to do it. He had other ideas. To run a mile in less than 4 minutes. This was a literally impossible feat. Something that had never been done before and also something that everyone had said was impossible. Bannister stepped up his training. He trained for half an hour a day doing intense speed workouts. He used a pacer and his time went down. He was seconds off breaking the four minute barrier. The four minute mile was within reach. He started to see it as possible, but Bannister wasn't the only one going for it. Lots of runners were hot on his heels, including his main rival, Australian John Landy. It was a race to the bottom and Bannister wanted to win. Bannister's chance came on May the 6th, 1954. Now, despite what had been said previously about the impossible feat of breaking the four-minute mile, the experts believed that the record could only be broken on a day with no wind at 20 degrees Celsius on a hard dry clay track, probably in Scandinavia and in front of a huge crowd of cheering fans. Ideal conditions, apparently, but May the 6th, 1954 was no such day. It was actually cold, the track was wet, and there were only 3,000 people in this road crowd. Bannister had rested for five days before because he'd reached his peak, both physically and psychologically. It wasn't looking good, again. But Landy was already on his way to Finland for his next shot in the supposed ideal condition. Ideal condition already against him, Bannister knew that if he didn't break the record that day, Landy might beat him to it. There were no other options. Bannister spent the morning at the hospital where he was working during his medical degree. He was worried about the weather, the wind that day was very strong. By the evening, it was raining. By the time the race began, the wind was up to 15 miles an hour. He decided to run anyways. Well, why wouldn't you? You waited this long. Six men entered the race. Straight away, Bannister and Brasher took the lead. Brasher led the first half mile. Chataway was right behind Bannister. Then he overtook him. Bannister began his last lap with a time of 3 minutes and 7 seconds. He needed to do the last one in just 59 seconds. He flew past Chataway into the last straight. He knew this was it. The world stood still. It was just him and the track. He was exhausted, but driven by the years of training and his determination, he crossed the finish line and collapsed, exhausted. The announcement came. Ladies and gentlemen, here is the result of event nine, the one mile. First, number 41. R.G. Bannister, Amateur Athletic Association and formerly of Exeter and Merton Colleges, Oxford, with a time which is a new meeting and track record and which, subject to ratification, will be the new English native British national all-corners European 
British Empire and world record. The time was. Announcement was drowned out by the crowd. Bannister had finished in 3 minutes, 59.4 seconds. He'd done it. He'd broken the world record. He'd done what so many believed was impossible. He'd finally made history. Bannister opened the door for others to do the impossible as well. Bannister later said that he believed Landy had lost heart. The four minute mark had become a barrier for him and yet, just 46 days after Bannister broke the record, Landy beat his time. Over the next few years, more and more people broke through the four minute mark once they realised that yes, it was possible. Once Bannister proved that it was possible to run a moment under four minutes, suddenly everyone was able to do it, proving an important lesson. Once you stop believing something is impossible, it becomes possible. You're literally taking the first two letters from the word impossible, putting them in front of possible, and there you have it. I'm possible. Roger Bannister changed his story. A Bannister was just an ordinary boy who went out there and changed his story. There was no reason why he should have gone and done anything great. He was just a working class boy who wanted to study medicine. But Roger decided to change things. He refused to settle. When no one believed his goals were possible, he did. When he failed publicly, he picked himself up and carried on. When his competitors were hot on his heels, he picked up his pace. He took things in his own hands and decided to tell a better story. And in doing so, he did the impossible. So what did breaking the four minute mile teach us about the limits of conventional thinking? Now the experts believed they knew the precise conditions under which the record would be broken. But Bannister did it on a cold day, on a wet track, at a small meet in Oxford, England, before a crowd of just a few thousand people. When Bannister broke the mark, John Landy also broke the four minute mile just 46 days later. A year later after that, three runners broke the four minute barrier in a single race. More than a thousand runners have conquered a barrier that was once considered hopelessly out of reach. What goes for runners goes for leaders running organisations. In business, progress does not move in straight lines. Whether it's an executive, an entrepreneur or someone else, some innovator changes the game and that which was thought impossible and unreachable becomes a benchmark, something for others to shoot for. In your personal life, chasing a goal can be achieved when you really go after it. That's Roger Bannister's true legacy and the lesson for all of us who see the role of leadership as well as doing things that haven't been done before. There are two professors who analysed the lessons for business of the four minute mile. In their book, The Power of Impossible Thinking, Yoram Wind and Colin Crook devote an entire chapter to an assessment of Bannister's feet. It really emphasised the mindset behind it rather than the physical achievement. How could so many runners smash the four minute barrier after Bannister become the first to do it? Was there a sudden growth spurt in human evolution? Was there a genetic engineering experiment that created a new race of super runners? Of course there wasn't. What changed was the mental model. The runners of the past had been held back by a mindset that said they could not surpass the four minute mile. When that limit was broken, the others saw that they could do something that had previously been thought completely impossible. And this is when the impossible becomes possible. So let's talk about you. Do you want to make that change in your life yet? Do you want your inner Roger Bannister come out and make an impact? We both know the answer is a huge yes in big capital letters. So why not strike while the iron is hot as they say? 
Get your free 30-minute LDL Power Call booked up by going to ldlcall.com. Find the perfect time slot for you. Let's see what the Learn, Develop, Live method can do for you and help you level up today. Now that is all from me today. I hope you have a motivated week to go and chase your goal down or hey, maybe even free. I'll be back tomorrow as always. Look after yourself, be good, and I'll see you in the next one. This is the Learn, Develop, Live podcast with Chris Jacks. He ain't no DJ, but he'll help remix your life. Goodbye. What? It's over already? All over. Thank you for listening to the Learn, Develop, Live podcast. I hope you feel as warm, motivated, and fuzzy inside as I do. You can connect with Chris at LearnDevelopLive.com or on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. I won't say goodbye. I'll just say until we meet again. Until next time, join the motivation. 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 Motivation.